Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Surviving the Pandemic. My name's Jess and this is the podcast about dating in your 30s and dealing with all the drama that comes with it. Welcome back. It's been another week of fun and games. And here we are. I'm here for it. So, the first story I want to tell you about this week. I went on another date, although I don't really know if I can count this as a new one. (laughs) What was I on? Number 11. So I don't know if I can really count this as 12 because um, I've dated him before. So we actually dated a couple of years ago before lockdown and I feel like I didn't give him a fair chance. So when we rematched on the apps and he asked me out, I thought, do you know what? Why not? Let's just give it another go. And we actually went on two dates three years ago. We're going to call him Mr. Botox because he has had more Botox than me. Fact. I'm telling you now, the man could not move his face. Like literally couldn't move it. All he could move was his eyes. You know, like in that movie, House of Wax, that Paris Hilton was in. When they look side to side, but they just can't move. Because, listen, I get Botox, but I have it quite naturally. Like, I've still got a bit of movement in my face. So, yeah, we're going to call him Mr. Botox. You know, nice enough guy. Um, Great storyteller. Very ambitious. Very successful. He got a bit annoyed with me because I was a little bit late because I got lost. Um, And he told me it's not hard and to turn on Google Maps. Well, I was using Google Maps. But it was a part of the city that I just always seemed to get lost. And you know, when all the high buildings, sometimes your Google Maps just goes a bit doolally. Does anybody else get that? And I kind of, yeah, went the wrong way and then I had to backtrack. And he was just like, yeah, it's not hard. Turn on your Google Maps. I was like, all right, hun. So I kind of had my back up a little bit. But I was like, it's okay. He's probably just a little bit impatient. And it's fine. And I got there and it was forgotten about. Yeah, we went to a fun bar, good music. Again, 
that really kind of, yeah, didn't start me off good. I was just like, yeah, you're a little bit arrogant. I just, he was just a little bit rude. And obviously, of course, now I realise why it didn't work out three years ago. But, you know, sometimes we just have to give things one last go, right? To just completely make sure, you know, we're doing the right thing. Because I feel like I need to just give more chances. So, yeah. But it gets worse. I'm telling you now he had his lips done he had better lips than mine and I've been known to get a little bit of filler here and there and he definitely had his lips done and I'm gonna be honest I could feel it I know what what those lips feel like because I've had it done and yes he did give me a cheeky kiss throughout the night also sorry what is it why do people do that now it wasn't technically a first date so he obviously felt comfortable with me because we already knew each other we'd been out twice before but I don't know what happens these guys they go in for the kiss and I I just kind of go with it because I'm like, oh, it's a bit awkward if you pull away. And I'd had a few drinks and I was like, whatever. It's a cheeky kiss. It's nearly Christmas. Why not? (laughs) So, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, he's had his lips done. I couldn't believe it. They were literally better than mine. Fuming. But, yeah, so that was that. And I was just like, oh, no. No, no, no. It didn't... It's not like it gave me the ick. I mean, each to their own. But yeah, not for me. And you're probably wondering, why did I kiss him if he was a bit rude to me? (laughs) But the, the truth is, I just don't know the answer to that. I was just like, oh, it's Friday night. I'm here now yet again. Yet again. Oh, honestly, are you getting bored of this, babes? It's just the same old story, isn't it? And also, he was on about going on another date, but it was all on his terms. No, I won't go there. You'll have to come to me. No, I'm not available then, then or then. He was also going on holiday with another girl who's apparently his friend, which is fine. Again, no problem if you're friends that hang out. But it was just all a bit... I think he also said that um, Bumble was the best invention of his life. And he was actually really positive. Um, He was probably Bumble's biggest fan. Actually, he should be a promoter for them because, yeah, he really, really loves that app. And he just... I don't think he really wants to settle down. I think he just loves to date. And that's great. And I think that's a really good way to look at things. But also, that's a bit difficult if the other person actually does want to settle down and just find one person rather than multiple dating. So yeah, that was an interesting one. But yeah, he loves that app. Wow. He, he even resold it to me because I'm going to come back to this later. But I've actually decided to come off the apps for a little while. I just need a break from it. Because I just keep meeting, yeah, the wrong type of person. So I've decided to let the universe take control. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it in the hands of the universe. And yeah, but... Honestly, the way he was talking about it, he nearly made me want to sign back up again. So, very, very interesting. But yeah, it was all going to be on his terms and everything. And I was a bit like, oh, no, sorry. You know, I need I need to have a say in this as well, you know? So that was that. That was the lovely Mr. Botox. Next up, I was recently told this really crazy story. This guy had met a girl, they'd been dating for about two weeks, and it was quite like an intense two weeks, it was going really well, I think they saw each other like 
three or four times a week, that's a lot, right? Because maybe on average, when you first meet someone, you might date once, maybe twice a week, right? Depending on schedules. I think that's quite normal. But yeah, it was a bit of a whirlwind. They'd been seeing each other for two weeks. He really liked her. And then all of a sudden, she turns around and she says, oh, I'm getting work at my place done. And is it possible if I stay with you for a week? Because I can't live there while they're doing the work. So this guy was a bit like, oh, wow, a whole week. Like, you know, it's quite soon. They've been seeing each other two weeks. And he was a bit like put on the spot. And I think he had a, a think about it and was like, do you know what? Why not? It's a week. Things were going well. It'll give them a chance to maybe even get to know each other even more. And he ended up having a really good week with her. Now, sorry, can I just um, cut in here by saying red flag, red flag, red flag. Why would you ask a guy that you've just met to stay with him? Like, surely you've got friends or family or somebody, even if you don't have loads of friends or even if you've got a very small family, maybe that family's got, doesn't have a lot of space. Surely you've got like a mate that you can like, stay on their sofa or something so I don't know did this cross his mind who knows but when I was hearing this story I was a bit like oh wow okay so the week comes by and they're having a really good time then they're having dinner together every night they're getting to know each other they're getting intimate all of that and and the week had gone well and on the last night they had arranged to like meet to have their last final dinner and then she was going back to her home on the next day. So he gets in from work and she doesn't, she's not there. She's gone, her stuff's gone and she's just not there. So he waits for a little bit thinking, oh, maybe, you know, she's coming back or something and she doesn't show. And he's texting and calling her, like, you know, checking that she's okay. And then at this point, he's starting to get a bit worried because this is like now... She's just not getting back to him. Then a whole day goes past and she's now been gone 24 hours. So he's talking to his mate and he's like, do you know what? I'm going to, I might have to report her as a missing person because (laughs) the girl's disappeared. No, what's happened, hon, is she's ghosted you. Hello. But he was really worried about her. She's disappeared 24 hours, done. And just as he turns up at the police station to like literally file a report and he's about to start doing a statement or whatever about this missing person to explain the story, just as he's about to do that, she messages him basically saying, I'm so sorry I disappeared on you, um, but I have to go back to my country. She wasn't from the UK. I have to go back to my country because um, I'm married and... Yeah, I came here to see if, you know, I needed a break and I came to the UK to have a break and to see if, like, I could just be on my own and then I met you, but now I'm going back. So basically, the cheeky cow, obviously, she wasn't from this country, that's why she had no one else to ask to stay with. So she had nowhere to go, she didn't want to spend loads of money in a hotel, she'd met him... So the cheeky cow thought, oh, do you know what? I'll just stay with him for a week and then I'll fly home. Oh my God, because she didn't want to stay in a hotel. Sorry, but I can't believe there are people like that out there. I was absolutely shocked. I literally couldn't believe it. 
And obviously he felt like a complete mug because he was like, I just can't believe I fell for it. But he said that the feelings felt so real and it just sounded like such a genuine story. And she had this whole other secret life back in her country. She was married, for God's sake. And she'd been living in his house for a week. And honestly, this is the thing with the apps. Yes, the apps is a great thing. As I've said many times before, I've got lots of friends who are in very successful relationships from the apps. But really, in reality, these days, you don't really know who you're meeting. You don't really know who these people are. And I think that's why maybe I keep getting myself in such situations because you don't really know who these people are. You know nothing about them. You don't have mutual friends. You don't even know if their job's real. You don't know anything they could be telling a complete pack of lies. And it just makes me laugh because, you know, you'll connect with someone, you pretty much exchange life stories, and then actually they turn out to be a big liar. It, it literally blows my mind and it actually is really, really scary because you just don't really know, you know, and I've been on dates, maybe like four, five, six dates in and been to someone's house. Like, you just don't know who these people are. And then you hear a story like that and you're just like, oh my God, people will do anything. And you know, he was genuinely really gutted because he really, really liked her. He had a really good feeling about her. He was really attracted to her. They had such amazing time together and he really thought, oh, this is going to go somewhere. So he was devastated. And then obviously, you know, he found it hard to trust again after that because God, I mean, it's not just a little white lie, is it? She, she had a whole secret life. Crazy times, babes. So a little tip for the future, if anyone asks if they can stay with you, maybe do a little bit of due diligence on them, you know, just in case they're a nutter. <laughs> Moving on, babes, it's happened again. Someone's pulled out of a day because of the pod, and I know it's because of the pod for a fact, even though he wouldn't admit it. So I'd met this guy on an app again. We were messaging quite a lot for a day, and only... <laughs> only a day luckily I only wasted a day of my life and you know wasted a day of energy but we were on the phone for about an hour and a half and we were messaging all day voice noting back and forth yeah we were getting to know each other on the phone and he kept on and on asking about what's my Instagram now I know I've always said it's a really good idea to add each other on Instagram because you find out so much more about a person rather than what's just on the app profile but recently I've decided to hold back on giving out my Instagram because they find out about the podcast and they number one immediately judge and number two worry that they're going to become content. Now like I've said before I genuinely want to meet someone okay but when a guy hears about a podcast called Surviving the Mandemic obviously they just think oh well she's just doing this for a podcast or to for her career and you know does she even really want to meet someone obviously people are going to assume that like I get it and what's happened now is because when I started this podcast I was telling a lot of stories from the past and stories back from you know back in lockdown but what's happened is I've caught up to date of where my life is at now now, I've always said, people ask me all the time, oh, what are you going to do, you know, when you meet someone? How are you going to do the podcast then? And I've always said, if I meet someone, it would always, that person would always remain private, but I would pivot the, the podcast as in it would be the journey of like, 
Oh my God, I've met someone. Oh my God, it's official. Oh my God, we're moving in. Oh my God, this is happening. You know, it will be a journey. And as long as that person didn't have a problem with it, of course, if they did, that's a bridge that I'm going to cross nearer the time. So I decided that when I match with someone, I'm going to get to know them, arrange a date. And then after they've met me, then I will tell them about the podcast. Then we can add each other on Instagram. They can see the podcast. They can listen to it to the heart's content. What have we got? 15, 16 episodes now for them to listen to. In a way, they've got an advantage because they're finding out a lot more about me than what I'll ever know about them. So, you know, it can't be a bad thing. But this guy was on and on about me adding him on Insta. And because we were talking quite a lot, I said to him, you know, I've got something to tell you before I give you my Instagram handle. And he was like, okay, what's that? And I tell him about the podcast and he's like, okay, no problem. Um, I won't listen to it before we meet. Like, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, it's just maybe good to know for the future. But the more we're talking, he's getting more and more tempted now. He's like, oh, I'm actually quite tempted to listen to it. And I said, well, you know about it now. I'm not going to stop you. I said, I'd prefer if you waited to meet me before you kind of pass a judgment. And he's like, no, no, I don't judge. Well, that's what they all say. I said, you know, no problem. I've got nothing to hide. And he said, what are you worried about? And I said, no, I'm not worried about it. But as a man it might be better for you to meet me first and then make up your mind. But again, no problem. So that's that. He is telling me that he's getting in from work, having a bath, going to listen to the pod. And then he goes quiet. So the next day, we are messaging in the morning and we're kind of, well, I go to make plans for the day, like as in we'd arranged a time and night we didn't arrange the venue yet. So I gave him an idea of where we could go. And then all of a sudden, he messages me saying, yeah, I don't think we're going to be a good match. And I was like, oh, really? Why is that? And he said, yeah, I just think you're far too tame for me and far too straight-laced. And I was like, really? Tame and straight-laced? Sorry, is he on crack? I am the last person you would call tame. I really don't agree with it. And I've been called a lot of things. But I was really shocked by it. And I said, oh, did you listen to the pod? And he was like, no, no, haven't listened to it yet. I didn't get time. And I just thought, bullshit. Of course you listened to it. Because the only reason I can think of of why he would call me straight-laced and tame is maybe listening to an episode like Mr. Dick Pick you know, that I'm not that into dick pics and I'm not into being with a bisexual person. And then maybe in other episodes I've mentioned certain rules. I don't know, that's the only thing I can think of because nothing of our conversation that we had on the phone, he would he would assume that I'm tame or straight-laced from the conversation we had because we were talking about general life, jobs, family, that sort of thing. So I know 100% he listens to the pods. And yeah, I just find it, you know, a lot of my friends have suggested that I take my name away from the podcast and don't like associate because it is connected to my personal page. And they've said, why don't you just keep it separate? But why should I? You know, it's a part of me. It's a part of who I am. And like I said, I believe that there's going to be someone out there who wants to be with me and doesn't care about the podcast and doesn't give a damn about it. Like I said before, I've dated people that actually, 
you know, find it very ambitious of me that I've got a podcast and they find it cool that, you know, and they, they even said they've listened to it and they find me funny. So I've just got to keep with that belief. And it's, if it's going to put someone off, well, then they're not the right person for me. But it just really annoyed me that he lied about it. Just own it. Just say, yeah, do you know what? It was too tempting. I listened to your podcast and actually you're not for me. It's put me off and you're just not for me then I would have had even more respect for him. But the way that he tried to be sly and and go around it and be like, yeah, just from the conversations we had. Because sorry, unless you're psychic Sally, there's no way you would have got that from the conversation that we had. So there we have it. Another little knock to the ego. But it sounds like I might have dodged a bullet because looking back at the conversation that we had when we first matched, he did have a lot of quite needy requirements like wanted to know if I date multiple people at the same time, wanted to know if I can meet up more than once a week, wanted to know if I'm available to text and call throughout the day. He's not happy with just two half-assed texts a day. He was quite, you know, I mean, fair play to him. He knew what he wanted, that was for sure. And then obviously he had the pot and knew it wasn't me. So good luck with your search, Han. Thanks for... um dropping by and yeah take care so there we are it's been a week and um onwards and upwards that's all we've got time for but i hope you have the most amazing week please do dm me any requests any stories you'd like me to share i am here for you if you've loved this week's episode please do share it with a friend and i do really appreciate it if you rate and review the podcast for me as well it really really goes a long way and as always be kind to yourselves have fun and i'll speak soon babes ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 